Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Woman in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and our Wonder Women in Business podcast gives a voice to the woman who has a story that is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories, or rather, they share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give permission to others to shine. And today I am so excited uh, to be having a great conversation with Joyce Kyles. Joyce and I met some time ago by email introduction because she is a wonderful supporter of women uh, and has done great work with Dress for Success. Joyce is an award-winning international speaker, a two-time Amazon best-selling author, a life and thriving skills coach and consultant, and so much more. And she loves to travel. I won't tell you where. That might come up in conversation. Uh, but I'm excited that Joyce has stepped in to have this conversation today. Joyce, I'm going to invite you to take that virtual microphone and tell us a little bit about you and your story. Tell us what you know inspired and has led Joyce to where she is today from the Joyce of, I don't know, elementary grade school, but tell us your story. Take us on that journey. Wow. First of all, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I am really excited. I, I love the concept of this entire platform. So just being a part of it is really an honor for me professionally, but more so personally. Um, the, the bio that you gave, the introduction that you gave of me, um, that is who I am and what I do. But it came from a place of pain and purpose, and resiliency, and the desire to want to thrive, and not recognizing what any of that looked like as a child, but certainly life experiences uh, played a role in who I have become, uh, being the person that you introduced. So before I became an international speaker, and an author, and trainer, and all those good things and a coach and a consultant, um, a wife and a mom and a Mimi. Uh, I was little Joyce who is from Chicago and the oldest of seven children and a person who loved to write. And I saw a lot of things, you know, when you come from a, a big city like Chicago and I was on the South side. And so we saw a lot of things that, you know, probably young people shouldn't see when you're growing up, and it actually helped to play a part in who I became and what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. Uh, and then again, you know, as a teenager, life started happening. I started discovering myself a bit, and I was friendly with everyone, but also very naive about things too, specifically with young men. So I ended up being a teen parent which was uh, something that I never, to this day, and I am 50 plus now, and I'm like, how did that happen? It's like, you don't know, you know? <laughs> so, you know, fast forward with my life and uh, three children later, bonus daughter later, uh, just realizing that the things that my grandmother and my dad instilled in me because they were the ones who raised us. And so my grandmother very early on 
encouraged me to start speaking at church. And so by the time I was 16, I was actually leading the Sunday school. Uh, I would do the blackboard demonstrations, you know, that I'm dating myself now, but we had blackboards back then. And so I would actually do the blackboard demonstration of the Sunday school lessons and I always spoke before the pastor got up and spoke. So at that time, I used to hate the idea of having to get up and speak and all those good things. But I'm so grateful for it now because it allowed me the opportunity to discover what my passion has become. So who I am as a speaker, who I am as a trainer, who I am in business and coming to that place of business. Um, that came as a result of a need because I did end up being in a marriage that was very harmful to me um, and my children. You know, it was just holistically not a good experience. And at that time I became homeless when I decided to leave that relationship I also had to figure out, you know, where we're going to live, how we're going to take care of ourselves. Uh, I'm in a city, you know, I moved to Memphis. So now I'm in a city where I don't know people uh, in that way. Like I don't have a family structure here. My family lived in other states. Uh, so that year, within a year's time, I'd lost my home, lost my vehicle uh, because I'd had a car accident. So there was that. And then we found out we were downsizing. I was six months shy of being vested at my job. So due to downsizing, 230 plus of us all lost our jobs. So that was a, a psychological, emotional, financial stress. So a lot of different things were going on with me um, that led me to this place of business. A young man came into my job just as... Um, we were getting ready to leave the job, you know, within a couple of months. And long story short of that, uh, he just talked to me about, you know, my experiences and things that I enjoyed doing, things that I was good at. And he said, well, people will pay you to write for them and to speak and to teach. And I'm, no one's going to pay me to do that. And he said, yes, they will. Just give it a chance. So I did. And as a result of that, though, people would ask me about why I started the business. So I actually, you know, in all honesty, I told them about my experiences with abuse and dealing with the financial abuse of it all and, and poverty and what homelessness felt like for a time and, you know, just trying to figure out those pieces. And so folks would come to me and say, well, why don't you come and speak at a church or with my youth group or this women's group? And so I put the business on hold and actually started a grassroots movement that became a nonprofit. Um, so fast forward with that, over time, the same gentleman continued to work with me, help me, inspire me, engage me. So I think I would say in my story and my journey that I would tell people that you never know where your angels are going to come from. Um, and to just be open because I was and I allowed myself the opportunity to just hear and let him pour into me in that way. Uh, and so I ended up last few years, I have revamped. The business gave it a new name and decided to really jump into this full time and make this my business. And that gentleman and I have been married now eight years on August 1st. <laughs> Talk about having an insider for uh, a, a business coach and, <laughs> and all around life inspiration. Um, I, I think that's so remarkable, Joyce. Thank you for going back that far and digging deep um, to not only tell us about being resilient, but showing us how you can redirect 
some of your fears into your passion and purpose. Um, I do want to ask you, though, because it, it took a lot of trust to be able trust and the willingness to take a risk. Um, and, you know, we always say without risk, uh, you, you never move forward or your success may not be as great. But what how did you kind of process the risk to the reward after having gone through the highs and lows? Um, of your journey? Um, and I get asked that question a lot. Um, I think for me, it took two things. One, just having the will and the faith. So maybe three, faith and, and will. And I know that everyone's um, faith walk may be different. So I, I never try to uh, tell people, you know, well, you should follow this or you should do that. But I do believe everyone has an inner voice and an inner power to channel into. And just having the will and understanding that I under that I understood that I knew better, that I needed to do better for myself, that I needed to do better for my children. And so for me, the why has even changed. Back then, my why was, I've got to make sure that my children eat. I have to make sure that they can get to school, that they have their basic necessities met. And sometimes that meant me sacrificing uh, myself in terms of, you know, maybe I didn't eat that day or not as much, or, you know, maybe as long as they've got the clothes and they've had what they need. So just having an understanding that my time will come, but right now this is the most important thing. So just having that will and staying in that space and having a, a faith. And then the other part was counseling too. I know a lot of people don't always um, believe in counseling or think that they should get it, but I am a huge, because I am a mental health advocate. So I truly believe that mental health uh, is just as important to us as our physical health. And in fact, I would dare not say more so because if your mind is not sound, if your mind is not strong, if your mind is not settled, then it is very difficult for everything else to be in, in place. So for me, it was about getting counseling and being honest with myself, being honest and trusting those individuals that I, tr that, that I went out to. Now, I will say that sometimes even with counseling or trusting people in business, you know, if, if you find that that inner voice inside of you is saying it's not comfortable, it doesn't work, um, then listen to that voice, you know, but yeah. trust yourself, trust your instinct. So I think those were the things that helped me to transition and, you know, that it's okay to, it's okay to fail. It's okay to say this didn't work or this person didn't work out. Um, and if it didn't, it's okay. What was the lesson in that? And that's the way that I, I approach everything. So I think that's what the transition was for me. What is the lesson that I'm going to get out of this? And that it was all right to trust myself and trust my instincts, even with some of the choices that I made. I don't beat myself up about it. It was an experience. Um, but what did I learn from it and how can I move forward from it? I, I think that's a big deal, being able to leave behind what didn't work and not dwelling on it, not making it consume you, not making it paralyze you and, and not, you know, uh, telling you, well, you see, I told you um, that letting go. A lot of us don't let go because we we think that this is the sure thing. Um, and then when it goes wrong, we can't let go of that. And that's right. definitely 
uh, holds us back and maybe puts us in a space where we're in limbo. So were you ever uh, in a space where you were in limbo and you just had to make a decision? Oh, absolutely. Um, pretty much every step of my life, at some point you get to a crossroads where you feel like, do I want to keep going with this? Do I go in a different direction? Do I go back? Uh, and what will be the consequence? Because every choice has a consequence. And, I, and my children will tell you, I often would tell them that choices create consequences. Consequences aren't always bad. The consequences can be good but definitely felt in limbo, even most recently with making this decision to work for myself full time. And this is my, my business, Joyce Cows Consulting is my full time business. So, you know, the, the thing of when folks say, if you don't work, you don't eat, you know, <laughs> like for me, this is my business. And there have been some times when I have thought, maybe I need to go and find a job. And, you know, do some things and redirect things differently. And I had to ask myself, am I doing that because I'm accustomed to working for someone else? Because I've done that far longer. Uh, or am I just afraid to keep going? I think sometimes fear will paralyze us, but success will paralyze us too. You know, we're, we're, we're mm -hmm. sometimes afraid of the success of it all. So I tell people, if you need to go back to work, by all means, do that. And but don't lose sight on whatever your ultimate goal and dream is. So if, if you really want to be an entrepreneur, you really want to be a businesswoman, you really want to be an owner, then don't lose sight of that. But don't ever let anyone make you feel guilty or uncomfortable or out of place if you go back to work, even if it's part time, because, you know, my business is my bread and butter. It's what I do. But I rely on referrals. I rely on people sharing what I do. I rely on freelance work. You know, I, I'm trying to do it all so that I can have it all. And there's so, yeah, definitely have been in limbo. But I always ask myself, you know, what is the alternative? Then, if you're uncomfortable, seek, seek the right type of counsel, whether that's spiritual or, you know, a financial planner or but in my case, my husband is even my coach. I too. love that. <laughs> <laughs> but do talk to someone when you do feel like you're in limbo and, and seek those answers. But I can't say it enough. Trust yourself and trust your gut. Yeah, I, I love that. Trusting yourself is so important, but also inviting other people in and getting that perspective, even if you don't actually do exactly what they say. Um, right it brings in other thought and helps you really think through what that next step is. So speaking of next steps, Joyce, as, as we reflect, you started out your professional career working for someone. Um, you must have had some other career aspirations as a young person. Um, what, where did you start? Because it's not where you ended up, but <laughs> where did you start in terms of that younger self um, and thinking that you are headed in that direction? You know, to be perfectly honest, when I was growing up, my plan was to be a high-powered attorney in New York, driving a two-seater red, whatever was popular. <laughs> um, so, and then I, I 
thought about being a prosecutor, thought about being a defense attorney. Like I wasn't sure which attorney I would be, but I knew that was what I wanted to do. Um, so I think that that probably has laid the foundation for what I do now. It just didn't turn out to be the way that I desired. I never, ever thought about what it meant to be an entrepreneur. I never thought about having my own business and being in control in that way and having that sense of ownership. It just wasn't something that, in all honesty, you know, I wasn't taught. Right. Um, right. It wasn't discussed model. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. I knew a few people, you know, a few family members and, and definitely friends. Uh, but I was just always taught you, you know, you go to school, you get an education, um, you find a good job, you work there, you know, 30 years or, or whatever Forever. it takes to retire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you get your gold watch and you go home. Um, but that wasn't my life. My life has taken so many twists and turns. I even joined the military for a few minutes. And when I say a few minutes, <laughs> it literally was a few minutes. Um, I joined the Air Force and was there almost a month. I was sick for three weeks of the month that I was uh, in basic training and I ended up being sent home. You know, so even back then, you know, I, I talked about limbo, you know, like, do what do I do? Do I keep trying to stay in this space and right. try to heal up and stay? But I continued to stay so sick for so long until the doctor had finally told me, you know, we can keep you here. You know, we can work with you. And if it was any one thing, then, you know, but you've got five different little things going on here. So, you know, I, I just made the decision to go home at that point. But then it was, okay, what am I going home to? You know, it, it was just really difficult. So for me, I think I always just had this aspiration. I was going to work for someone else and uh -huh. Uh -huh. the security of that paycheck. You know, now I look at it and think, why can't I work to have the security of that same paycheck? But I write my own, I write my own ticket. I write my own path. You know, I secure my own contracts. And if I'm going to work 40, 50, 60 hours sometimes that I have done for other people, why can I not put that type of investment in myself? Absolutely. So I'm telling you, all of this inspiration is flowing. Um, besides your number one fan um, and life partner, who would you say, Joyce, was the biggest influence on you? Who was a point of inspiration? Um, and, and sometimes that inspiration isn't always telling us something positive, but they're telling us something that we need to know, or they've allowed us to move into a different space. Was there other uh, another person or situation that uh, you can think about? Sure. Um, I will share quickly. There are probably three. Um, my children, that well, they're three all themselves, uh, but definitely them. Um, they're my inspiration. They're the reason that I continue to do what I do. I, I really strive to be an example for them and, and eliminate any excuses that they attempt to come up with, with me when, oh, mama, I'm struggling with this, or I don't know, and I can't, I know, uh, can't is not, you know, look, let's, how can we redirect this? So definitely them. Um, 
And honestly, even the bad relationships, like past relationships that were not healthy, whether it was uh, marriage or even uh, friendships, business relationships, um, those were inspirations for me too, because it, it helped me to grow. It helped me to develop teeth. It helped me to develop a thick skin. Uh, I am a cancer, you know, as far as the astrology of things go. And so we as cancers tend to be, you know, rather soft and, and sensitive at times. We've got this shell that we will, you know, covet in, but we tend to, you know, sometimes our feelings get hurt. <laughs> so um, when you're in this space, especially with, with business, you can't always have that, that soft skin. You've got to develop a thick skin because this is, it's competitive. I don't care what profession you're in. It's competitive. Sometimes it's competitive, you know, the men to women ratio. Sometimes it's competitive, just women to women, you know, and then I can even, you know, shrink it even more and, you know, younger to older women, you know, um, just a whole lot of dynamics. And for me, those have been my biggest inspirations, motivations, encouraging uh, people. And yeah, absolutely my husband, because he has encouraged me to keep moving forward. I, I love that. And, you know, you um, you take it all in. I, I see that you absorb um, and truly to your point, every day we're inspired. We, we learn, we understand. And it really depends on what you decide to take from a situation and how you decide to apply it. That's really, that makes the difference between one who is successful and one who is maybe not as or takes longer to get to that realization. And I think as women, we've always stayed in the safer space um, despite the inspiration. Uh, and we remark, we look around and go, well, how did she get there? Or, you know, what does she know that I don't? And how does she do that um, so easily? Uh, what you've just said, it's not easy. Uh, <laughs> but you, you have to be committed, consistent. Um, you started with pain, purpose, and resilience um, as what you would describe your journey as. Um, and it's, you know, it's really worked uh, to shape you and, you know, thank goodness, shaping your, your children. Um, so when it, what do you do to enjoy yourself, Joyce? How do you fill Joyce? Because you're pushing a lot out. You're doing a lot in terms of transforming and driving your business now. Um, what does Joyce enjoy doing? What, what works for Joyce? You know, I, for a long time, I didn't even know what would work for Joyce. I just did not. Um, the self-discovery of that has been nothing short of amazing for me. Uh, so for me, I like, you know, the things that people do, the manicures and pedicures and that kind of thing. I just started getting into that within the last couple of years. So I am, like I said, I'm 50 plus and I'm just now getting to it, but better late than never. But even more than that, the, the little known fact of me, unless you have been around, is that I do a lot of karaoke. So you know, so I don't sing, I'll do the lip syncing. So let me be, be more specific with that. So yeah, I don't, I don't sing at all. God did not give me that, that gift. Um, 
but I will lip sync. I love Tina Turner. Tina Turner has been an inspiration of mine since I was a child. The very first thing I ever uh, participated in outside of church was actually a lip sync contest at a skating rink. I was probably about 13, 14 years old. And uh, I did Tina Turner. That was that was mine then. Uh, and I won for my my age group, you know, so that's what I do for fun. Um, I will do the lip syncing, but I go all out. I put the wigs on, the little skirts or the, the jeans and big hair or whatever it takes. Um, but I enjoy that. And the other thing for me is I love movies and music. So I don't just watch like watch the movies like I really go deep into like the actors and you know what were their first movies and their credits and um I, I always say if I ever got on Jeopardy I, I believe I could win those categories with the music <laughs> and and uh I love uh, all things like Mission Impossible and 007 movies and my goal is to one day that I would love to meet Sylvester Stallone um I, I've forgotten. I'll say this really, really, really quickly. You were talking about inspirations. He's actually been an inspiration for me when I watched Rocky, but I went and, and followed his backstory and to know that he wrote that in the places that he had come from to get to that point and that this was an Oscar winning movie for him. And, you know, a lot of his articles have been uh, placed in the Smithsonian for a long time. And, you know, to know that you wrote these, these movies. So like the Rambos and the, the uh, Rocky franchise and the Expendables. And I, yeah, I've, I've, I studied him, you know, and I thought this is so great. So I would love to meet him one day. I don't know if that's going to ever happen, but I'm, you know, I'm putting it out there. Isn't it, it's something when, you know, your life's purpose comes from your life, right? Yes. Life it imitates. I, I, there is a saying. I just I can't think of it now. But but it's it's something that is so deep within you that you just there's there's no denying it. There's no deterring it. Even when you're discouraged, um, you just don't give up on it because it is so rooted so deeply. And so it's so important to be authentic. And it's so important for you to be real. How, though, has that worked for you in business, especially as an entrepreneur? Because you mentioned all the competition, right? And the competition on all these levels between men, women, gender, ages. How do you continue to be and leverage your authenticity to grow your business? I think the word that you just gave is probably the best way for me to describe it. And that is to be my authentic self. That is, that is how I show up. And I'll, I'll give an example. Someone had encouraged me to start doing TikTok videos as part of my business. And I understood why it was that they introduced this as an idea, but that's not me. That's not who I am. And it's not comfortable for me. So for me to be authentic and to show up in that way, I have to work and move in spaces that allow me to show up that way. And I'm not in my 20s anymore. I don't have the same type of time that maybe those individuals do that 
I've really got to get this going. I've got to maintain it. There's a certain, you know, maturity. I, I don't like to say old, you know, and that kind of, I'm getting older. You know, <laughs> I am more mature now. Uh, I am more seasoned now. So for me, showing up as my authentic self, being transparent, sharing about what has worked, and I also share about what's not working. And I believe that that is what's been helpful for me to meet new people, for me to have new opportunities. And it's what helps me to keep going. I don't know how to be anyone but me. So in this place of business, that's how I have to show up as myself. But I do also recognize the need and the importance of mentorship and seeking help, being open to help, being coachable. And so I, I use those, those tools and that's what helps me to be sustainable. Um, you know, and for me also not thinking about it in terms of, well, I must have a six figure income type of thing. You know, I think sometimes we get stuck on that too. And what does that really mean? Because do you have it broken down to understand how many books or how many clients and how much you'd have to have each month, each week, each day, even down to each hour, you know, how are you producing? So can you, can you keep that up? You know, who doesn't want six, seven, eight figures, but are you willing to commit to do the work? Are you, do you have the capacity to do that? You know, so just being my authentic self, I think is what, and I think, I know that is what keeps me going. So even, you know, when things are thriving and everything is going well, I'm okay. But even when it's lean and contracts don't work out and people pull out, you know, or they change their mind, how can I still sustain? Well, I showed up as my authentic self. So that means that wasn't intended for me to work in that particular place, that particular time. But if I don't keep going, then I won't know what's around the corner. My grandmother used to say all the time that we can see to the corner, but only God sees around it. Mm. So it's important to just keep going and just keep doing. And you don't know what's around the corner, but if I don't show up authentically, then I can't respond to people in kind. And, and then it becomes deceptive also, you know, because a person is expecting you to be one way and then you turn out to be something else in your business. It's like, well, that's not how I hired you or what I hired you for. Well, it wasn't authentic. Don't get me started on that. Hire me and then try to change me. Or, yeah. you know, I've, ha I've had that experience too. But <laughs> you raised such a great point about really, you need to understand the definition of success for you, yes. not based on someone else. You can only evaluate what success means based on what you need um, to achieve without going into deficit. So mm -hmm. there is, mm -hmm. as you said, like every choice is consequence. So mm -hmm. making that choice, uh, those trade-offs are so important early on. And if you happen to exceed it and it, it's tremendous, that's a blessing right there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe really taking a step back to understand what is my definition of success and mm -hmm. what are the sacrifices or the things that I have to keep in mind if I go beyond that? Am I willing to do that? Right, right, right. And for me, I, I remember, you know, I said early on that I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. 
So for me, success looked like getting up in the morning and going through the day without crying. You know, success was not being in a place of depression. And then that, that changed, just like I said, the why changed. In the beginning, yeah. the why was about, you know, um, I've got to take care of other people. Well, you know, when you have children, you still take care of them, you know, even as adults, but it's not quite the same, <laughs> you know, it's not quite the same. Uh, so you mentioned at the very beginning about me and traveling. And so this work has afforded me the opportunity to be able to travel a bit and see places that I never dreamed that I would get to see when I was in a different place. So I turned 50 last year and I went to Jamaica. Uh, for a week. And that was an experience I didn't think that I would get as a result of me just trusting me and business and working. And this was something that I got to do. But even more than that, and I shared this with you prior, was that as a teen, I always wanted to go to Paris. And then life happened. And I never thought that that would be a dream to come true. But I had an opportunity in 2019 to go to Germany to work uh, with the military and it was a contract and it was, you know, this is business related. And I thought this, oh my gosh, like I never saw that I would ever have something like this to happen. Well, two things happened as a result of that. I was able to go to Paris while I was in Germany. So I got to see a place that even though it didn't happen when I thought it should have happened, when I wanted it to happen, mm. it still happened. It still happened because I believed in myself and I manifested that, that at some point in time it would happen and it did. The other thing is to know me, is to know that I don't care about cars, but I love a Mercedes G-Wagon. Absolutely love that truck <laughs> and did not know that I was two hours away. My loft in Germany was two hours away from Stuttgart, Germany, which is where the manufacturing plant for Mercedes was located. And there's a museum nearby. So I went to the museum, got to see all manner of Mercedes. And it was the 40th anniversary of the Mercedes um, truck and just Mercedes in general and all that. So there's a whole floor dedicated to it. So I got a chance to actually see my truck, stand next to it and <laughs> look at it, you know, and even the futuristic ones. So I lift those things up because I was able to do that because I trusted myself to keep going in my business. And then this happened, but then of course the pandemic came. <laughs> so I ended up having to come home before my contract um, was up and mm. made it home the day before the travel ban hit. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's a whole nother story for another day. But um, I loved everything about that experience. I, I do hope to have more opportunities whether, to do those types of things, but I would not have been able to do any of it if I had not believed in myself and not allow my experiences to define me, uh, but rather what can I learn from them and how can I grow from them so that I can thrive professionally and personally. Wow. That was just an amazing encapsulation of everything that we, we, we've been talking about. This just going on this journey and following it um, and also being flexible to redefine your why, asking yourself and being honest. You said that earlier, being honest with yourself 
um, too many times we're, we really fail to be honest with ourselves. And that takes us down rabbit holes and other places where we're so uncomfortable. And then we're afraid to change because we're worried about what other people will think about us. And we label ourselves before they can label us. <laughs> oh, yes. This is so yes. crazy. Wow. Yes. So coming around, because, you know, I told you all about you know, storytelling is so important to me. This story is so meaningful for many people who are listening to this and they're nodding heads and they're, you know, recognizing themselves in, in pieces of this. But if you had to give advice to a woman in business regarding another woman, um, how to help her, support her. What would you say, Joyce, would be most the, 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 the most important thing that you could share um, in terms of women lifting each other up or helping in some way? Um, I would definitely say to give yourself grace, be open for learning, be open to what success can and should feel like. Mm -hmm. Do not give in to the self-fulfilling prophecy of this can't work because it's not me. You know, other people have been able to be successful. Gail King and Oprah Winfrey and Lisa Nichols and Valerie Burton and, you know, so many others that they've been able to do this. You know, there's a Susie Orman and, you know, but not me. So I would challenge you to think, why not you? Why not you? If there's any sense of, of inadequacies that you feel that you have, you know, write them down. Be honest with yourself. And then be open to finding other women who will help to support. I think for me, that's the biggest thing is that we as women have to be open and willing to support other women. When you have become successful, whatever your level of success is, mm -hmm. be willing to go back and reach back and help and support. Everything is not always about money. <laughs> Um, I actually ran into a woman who, well, if they're not paying me, I'm not doing it. I thought, oh my, mm. you know, um, <laughs> I got mine, go get yours. And I thought really like, yeah, that, the conversation for another day, but it was really disheartening. Um, so for me, yeah, if there's another woman who's listening and who's wondering, you know, well, what do I do or how do I get started or how do I feel comfortable, you know, start watching videos and listening to podcasts like this one, um, <laughs> you know, take in what other women are doing. What are they saying? What I found very early on in my walk, professionally and personally, is that I, I am not a unicorn. And I think that's the other thing that, that women have to understand. You are not alone. I can guarantee you every experience that you come up with, there is someone who has gone through that same experience. Trust and believe me when I say, if you just watch enough YouTube, you Google enough people, you Google enough topics, you get on, on positive platforms like LinkedIn, you know, um, follow platforms such as this one, you will discover, get involved with the, with the book club. I can't wait for the book club. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. Come I on, to miss come the first on. One. You know, but get involved. And what you'll find is that there are women just like you excuse me, but you have to 
be open and willing to be that that sponge. Take it in. And um, I like the point that you'd made earlier, even if you don't take all of the advice, you pull out the parts that, that are the most meaningful for you, but at least you're making an informed decision about the what and, and the who and the how. It's not an easy journey. It's not, business is, is what it is, it's business. But I also believe that if you don't take the initiative to work your business, then you will find yourself working to create someone else's dreams and in helping those dreams to come true. And then you will sit back and look and think, well, I could have done that for myself or I should have done that for myself. And especially if, there, if there's a woman who's listening who is now in what you know, we affectionately call the second season of life, you know, we're not in our 20s and 30s or 40s anymore. And that can be scary too. And I will be honest and transparent and say, and, and for me in this story, that's been a little nerving for me. Um, you know, how do I stay relevant? How do I compete? How do I show up in this space? Mm. And what does that look like? Because being a woman in business is a lot newer for me than it was being a woman who was helping to shape someone else's business, you know? And so um, just being honest with ourselves in that space too is also helpful. So those would be the things that I would say. Um, and of course, if you you need that extra oomph and encouragement, I'm here. I, I am a cheerleader <laughs> for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Joyce, what would you say your proudest professional accomplishment has been? Your professional accomplishment. Okay. Professionally, wow. Um, going to Germany, definitely, because of the process of being asked to do that um, and working with the military in that way. So I always said, I told you all earlier that I've worked, you know, I tried to go as a, a, a soldier and that didn't yeah, work out. It didn't work out. So years later, I got to go, but now I am working with the soldiers. So, yeah, that was, and being asked to speak. Uh, for the FBI last year. That wow. was, I am still, I'm looking at my, my FBI stuff as I'm talking. <laughs> like, like for me, that was a full circle professional moment for me. And it wasn't because I was being asked to just share my story about abuse. It was a professional, you know, business let me come here and talk with you and talk with your staff and then doing a whole keynote and like that for me, yeah, in business, those two are probably the biggest um, and, and the most meaningful will be um, speaking on the same platform with Chesley Christ, who was Miss USA. Um, that for me was the most meaningful. Uh, sharing that stage with her, being a part of that platform, getting to know her. Mm. Um most meaningful and still one that I hold uh, just the whole interaction of the weekend with her. Um, I will forever treasure that. Got a big, huge picture of her I'm looking at on my wall. And uh, I'd shared a picture with you of hanging with her and she photobombed one of the pictures. That was just who she was. And, and <laughs> yes. I love that. So yeah, professionally, those three. Ah, wonderful. Well, that you really have Little Joyce into, you know, Joyce L. Kyles, consultant, uh, executive director, founder, uh, writer, um, just overall inspiration. 
um, I applaud you and everything that you have weaved together to get to where you are today. And clearly you're here to stay um, with your authentic self, uh, loving that. Thank you for taking the time to share. Now, I did mention that you are an author. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about your book? And then also, if they want to get in contact with you, how they can do that. Okay, sure. So I have two books. The first one is called Restoring the Hole in My Soul. And it talks in part about the journey of which I shared on this podcast. But it also includes places to journal in the book. And I am a person who speaks on the story, but I'm also known for being solution-centered. So part of the book is about the story, but it's the the aftermath. It's the what now? What do I do next? How do I thrive professionally and personally? What does that look like for me? Um, I even shared a chapter about my husband and, and you know, the importance of that and how that became a great friendship, but also a great business relationship. And that the, having a partner in business is a, a, an amazingly beautiful thing. Um, but the second book is actually called You Need It, I Got It. And it's an anthology. And there's several of us who specifically talk about, you know, what it's like being an entrepreneur, what it's like to be a caregiver, what it is like to work in all manner of professional spaces and business spaces and the things that we learned. Uh, that have been helpful, things that were not so helpful, Um, you know, what best practices, best steps. I really love that anthology because it is really centered around business and, you know, how people can thrive in that space, you know, and, and different walks of life and it's different age groups and, you know, races and everything. So I, I love that. But the first one is the most meaningful to me because it was and an opportunity for me to share about business as well as uh, personal surviving and, and thriving. Uh, so if people want to get the book, learn more about me, um, how to connect with me, how to hire me, they can go to my <laughs> website, which is joyskiles.com. Everything is there. All of my social sites, the books, what I've done, what I'd like to do, just everything is at joyskiles.com. That is amazing. Thank you, Joyce. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, Thank you for that declaration. I am not a unicorn. Um, I hope that we see and hear people saying that a lot more. Uh, Thank you for being your authentic self uh, and taking us through your journey, telling us your amazing story and helping us understand the meaning of true success. This was a pleasure. Thank Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thanks, everyone. We hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast conversation. And do go look for Joyce Kyles and look at what she has to offer. It's truly amazing. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you.